Thank you for tuning in to the pod of Born to be a Star, where you recognize that you are a star wherever you are. Let us take time to recognize our star power. Let us look in the mirror. Let us look at our phone. Let us feel good when we're brushing our hair. Let us feel good when we're brushing our teeth, taking a shower, figuring out what we're going to wear, uh, making plans because everybody is finally getting over whatever this lacks of days ago we're going to be stuck in the house forever because covid mindset and let's get back to life i'm not saying that we shouldn't be thoughtful of what's going on with covid but i'm also saying we need to do things that we used to do before i personally can't wait to get back to that i can't wait to uh go back to spending time with my mom doing the thrifting that we love to do together or just spending time together whether it be breakfast brunch lunch dinner whatever i can't wait to uh get back to having fun with skip uh, you know, we like to play sports together and, and we're very active as as a couple. So I can't wait for that. I can't wait to run around with my puppy at the park. All those things I want to get back to. So as we get closer to spring and summer, excited about that. Um, I think it's important to recognize that even in the middle of chaos and even in the middle of things not going the way you predominantly want them to go, that you can still make it still achieve goals still be successful still be a winner still be a star still be radiant still be a bright light i know that it can be difficult at times depending on where you are in the world and you might not feel like you can do anything but i'm here to tell you you can you have to just believe that you can regardless of your situation you have to still stay positive with yourself the reason i try to stick with the positivity and tell you the yes you can plot or you're a star wherever you are, or you can only see in the darkness with the light, and I try to employ that on my listeners, is because it's the truth. How else can you see in the darkness? I mean, granted, a lot of people have great sight, and I'm not saying that not everybody doesn't have good sight, but like, if it's pitch black, and you're in the darkness of the darkness of the dark, having light to guide your way is probably better than not having that, right? That's That's what I'm saying. So... I know things might be difficult right now wherever you are around the world. Even if you're just in the United States, you're in Canada, you're in Istanbul, you're in whatever country. Things might not, you're in Spain. Things might not be going the way you want it to be going. And it can feel like you're trapped or how do I get out of this? I don't know. I mean, I don't know if you're lucky enough to have the opportunity to move to the United States or try to become a resident of the United States. Maybe try for Canada. Um, maybe try to find a different place where you could start a new life and, and start a different kind of a life. I mean, it might be difficult, but you have to try. Like, already saying you can't do something before you tried means you've already given up on yourself. And we can't have that mentality. We have to have the mentality of winners. Meaning, if you want to accomplish something, set yourself out to do it and accomplish it. Goals are created so you can conquer them and and rise the reason i say rise up the reason i say recognize your reflection in the mirror the reason why i try to implement this in what i'm saying on a daily basis is because that's what the job of a star is you're you're an idol for yourself and others but especially yourself if you 
can get through a dark, difficult situation than anybody can. And why can't you? Why can't you get up even if you don't want to? Why can't you smile even if you want to cry? Why can't you find the beauty in the darkness? I know it might not be as bright and beautiful as the brightness, but sometimes you have to see the good and bad things to be able to see the good things. That's what I'm saying. Anyways, I hope you know you're a star wherever you are, wherever you are. And I hope you look in the mirror and you see your reflection. I hope you at least see how far you've come. And let's get into the fun part of our conversation today. The best part of, not the best part of our conversation, but the part of the conversation that I think is fun. I can't stand politicians. I hate the media. I don't think there's any journalists anywhere. I think they all have a goal to act one way but then do another i think it's all fabricated bullshit and i think it's a lot of propaganda and i think i'm here at some point i want to break out um this small tidbit into something bigger that's going to be the goal at some point or maybe even talk longer about this versus just like 10 to 20 minutes but let's get into no media allowed where i can call these stupid asses out and call out the dumb government in the united states of america and tell you what i really think about them okay first off biden is going to the eu talking all this tough talk to russia putin doesn't care what you're saying biden like Dude, the only reason he did this shit is because he knows you're a weak leader. Can I just bring up the fact that Trump was in office four years and not one day during his presidency did Putin ever do this? Right. 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 Trump was in office for four years and we didn't have an immigration problem like we do. Like, the, the immigration issue is really bad. Like, bad. Like, No one's talking about that. This country doesn't want to deal with the fact that it can't be the savior of the world. The United States of America can't fix everything for everybody. That's not the role of America. And for the person who's the president of Ukraine to make that accusation is basically kind of messed up. Like, it's like, I understand we have to like work with them and we have to be on that side and it sounds good on TV and all that. And that's great. But it's kind of fake, too, because it's not real because you have 330 plus million people in the United States of America, many who are retired and join the retirement uh, as they get older, they get younger, many who are middle class millennials who are working class, starting families, trying to figure out how they're going to pay off their student loans and make dinner tonight. Even younger, people who are going into college trying to figure out where they're going to work or how they're going to apply for it. Or if they're even going to bother getting a job because they don't want their life to be taken like that. There's a lot going on in this country. And I don't think the leaders of the country understand that. Like, I don't think they get that they can't make stupid decisions because we get to see everything that they do, even if it is stupid. Like Biden... Acting like Putin is so bad as if his own party isn't as bad is ridiculous. Let's look at the actions of Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, okay? Take that into consideration. 
let's look at the actions of the United States of America going into other countries and basically disposing of the people that exist in the countries like they don't matter. What about that collateral damage? Can we talk about the Haitians? I don't care if there wasn't a welcome mat for the Haitians, but didn't the vice president go to Haiti and tell them to stay there? So the vice president needs to take a trip to Ukraine then. And she needs to take a trip back to Afghanistan and tell them to stay there too. Like, if, if you're going to say that, if you're going to treat black people, okay, I'll just say that, that way, and have it be seen on a big scale like that, then you need to treat everybody like that. It, it can't just be Haitians. It can't just be Africans. It can't just be Mexicans. It's got to be everybody. And the progressives' idea about allowing everybody to come here, no one's listening to them about anything. I know that ALT thinks she's so important with her Instagram channel, but not enough people are looking at her on Instagram for it to matter. Just like no, not enough people are listening to these left platforms. Like, who's really listening to the majority report, Okay. Who's really listening to the Young Turks? Anyone that has anything to do with these far left platforms is is not winning. Because, like, I like Bernie Sanders, but he's a loser. He lost, man. He lost. He lost against Biden. And he's a better politician than Biden. And Biden still won. And he lost to Biden. They basically told him he had to take a backseat to Biden. Now, I would have liked for him to be the president instead of Biden because I, I can't stand Biden. I think he's a liar. His son obviously is doing some corrupt business and it's a bunch of shit. So that's just how I feel. And there's likely other people agree with me. I'm just going to say that. But it's all corrupt. It's all about propaganda and it's all about shit. Do you think they're going to do anything about student loans? I've been seeing articles on Google and I've been getting the vibe that they're actually going to like try to extend the student loan forgiveness thing. Or they're, they might even try to give $100,000 to students to uh, forgive $100,000. I hope they do do that. I hope this party does make a decision like that. If they have any shot of gaining any leverage on anything. If they expect anyone to take anything they're saying seriously. Because all they do is fabricate shit and lie. So, like, I don't know how you feel. I'm talking about Americans. I'm tired of paying taxes. I'm tired of working. No appreciation for that. And being overtaxed. And being charged this ridiculous amount of money for food. Being charged a ridiculous amount of money... For everything. And then a certain small minority group of people get all these fucking handouts and I can't get anything. I can't apply for food stamps. I can't apply for free housing. I can't apply for anything. No one's going to give me anything. They're going to tell me I make too much money and I'm too educated. They're going to point out the fact that I have a master's degree and I don't need anything. So I'm automatically not getting anything. And I'm not saying I need anything. But do you understand? Like... The reason everything is so cut off here and the reason why everybody is so disconnected, the 1% doesn't want to hear about the fucking poverty people. The poverty people hate the 1%, but they don't understand how it works. So it's just a bunch of shit, really. And it's just... Things have to change. Not just in America, but everywhere. And in order for things to change, 
people have to recognize their power. These politicians are replaceable. Uh, they're going to end up dying. And if Nancy Pelosi wants to run till she dies, I guess we're just going to have to wait till she dies then. Like, these people are in their 70s and 80s, and they're still trying to hold on to something that's gone. It's 2022, not 1982 or 1972. You guys are acting like the world isn't an ugly place. It is very ugly. It's unforgiving. These people that live in these other countries don't treat the people that live there the way America treats their citizens. And while America does treat their citizens free with democracy, the democracy is tainted. So, I mean, we just got to say everything, right? The grass is not always greener on the other side. Your expectation can't be that it is. No. Just going to say it. Even, anyways... Moving on to the next part of our conversation. Thank you for turning into this Tuesday version of No Media Allow, No Media Allow, No Media Allow. Because they lie to us, they lie to us anyway. They lie to us anyway, every day, all day, Monday through Friday, Saturday and Sunday. The news doesn't exist. It's just a platform for rich people to talk about things that their overlords told them to talk about. Like Mark Zuckerberg, Jeff Bezos, and all the other rich elites that run the country of the United States of America. And basically everywhere they're dictating what we see on the news so you know what you have to do stop listening to it i had to stop listening to pod save america and pod save the world because i don't want to listen to them do a commercial about new york times i don't give a fuck about new york times they lied about biden's son Hunter Biden. That laptop story was real. And they all hit it. All of them. Not only did the New York Times do that, but every other station did it too. All of them did it. None of them can be trusted. Not one. I don't want to hear about any of it. It's all being run from the elite. They get to put their hands into the... game of how they're going to control everything and then they do it it's like a puppet show but we're all watching it at the same time and you know what we need to do watch something else let's watch yorkies play in a park instead of listening to their bullshit they're lying and you know what liars deserve nothing next part of our conversation how do you move in the winter? Like, granted, we're moving into spring, but it still feels cold in New England. I don't know where you live, but where I live, like, it's literally, like, it was 75 degrees one day, and then it was 50 degrees the next, and, like, it was really cold. And I, like, I had to take a step back, like, damn, like, it's cold today. Like, shit. Is it better to buy a house in the winter to just get it over and buy it? Or should you wait to buy it in the summer? Granted, buying a house doesn't work like that. Like, you have to go through whatever program you're going through as a first-time home buyer. Then you have to get pre-approved. Then you have to get a real estate agent. Then you have to work with the real estate agent to find a house that fits into what you're looking for. I don't know if we're looking for a forever home. I don't, I don't know what point you get to where you're looking for that. I mean, I'd like to think we're looking for a forever home. I'd like to stay 
on the east coast of New England. I personally love it here. We we both grew up in New England. We both grew up in the state we live in, and we want to stay here. We want to raise our kids just the way we were raised. And, you know, it's important to me. And family's important, and our families are here. So I don't want to leave. But, like, the housing market is crazy. And, like, do we want to get a condo? Do we want a townhouse? Do we want a house? Like, are we ready to take on all the responsibilities of mowing the lawn and having our own garden and putting up a fence? And do we want to deal with problems that could potentially happen with the basement or whatever? And it's just the housing market is rough. Like, when's the best time to buy a house? I don't know if there is a best time to buy a house. And buying a house doesn't just happen. It takes time. Like, it's a lot of work. Granted, I don't know if you'd know that, but it's a lot of work. Like, I feel like we should really make sure we're getting something we really like when we're going into this. And I also feel like it's important that we recognize that we're going to have kids. We we have a puppy now. He needs a backyard. We like to grill. We love our family. We need to have a place where we can have company, where we can be comfortable. I want a movie theater in the basement. I want the basement to be finished. I want laundry not in the basement. Like, I have things that I want. When's the best time to move? Is moving in the winter smart? I don't know. It's cold. Like, Granted, I don't know when's the best time to move. I don't maybe the fall cuz like it's it's getting colder but it's not cold. Maybe the spring is the best time to move. I mean, I don't think moving in the winter is bad, but I don't think it's great. Who wants to move in the snow? It's probably not going to snow here again, so maybe we beat that. Um it's happening soon, so I guess we'll figure it out, but I don't think there's a right season to move from like an apartment to like a bigger space. I think moving is moving. It doesn't matter when it is. It's not fun. But I'd like to think wherever we move next, I don't want to move out of it for like the next like 10, 15 years. I, we, I want to move somewhere we're going to raise our family. That's the goal here. So we'll see what happens. Anyways, next part of our conversation. Laughing is therapy. Laughing is therapy. You should laugh, tell jokes, watch the family guy, look at the office every day. You should go out of your way to make jokes about the shitty politicians. You should just have a good damn time. Every day should be like a comedy show and you should find ways to laugh. Laughing should be a way that you express yourself, that you free yourself, that you don't hold on to things, that you have a good time. Because life's too short to be miserable, sad, and upset, and lonely, and blue, and gray, and dark. Forget all of that. Leave all that behind. Find laughter and resonate in it. Surround yourself in it. Roll around and giggling and be happy. I like laughing. It feels good to laugh. Sometimes I laugh to the point where my stomach hurts. But I like that. I like being the person that's still talking about Michael putting his foot in the foreman girl saying that he likes to wake up early because he likes to make bacon. So he forgot that he needed to make bacon and he like burnt his foot on the foreman girl. I find that shit hilarious. I like laughing at the impractical jokers. Murr's my favorite. I love comedy. I love Kevin Hart. I love laughing to Dave Chappelle. I love uh, David Letterman. I love a lot of funny people. Like I... I like laughter. Laughter is therapy to me because it's so freeing to just laugh something off instead of crying about it or getting like over emotional. You can't put emotions in things. You can't let people sway what you're doing. Sometimes you just have to laugh. So laugh on, man. Laugh on. Next part of our conversation. 
Is Savers a good thrift store? Yes, it is. You just have to know what days to go on. Granted, I like Savers. I like Goodwill. Uh, there's some other like thrift stores that are around here that have a different name. There's also the thrift store itself. That's a great place to shop. Like thrifting is fun. Like you get to find things that you can wash yourself, put it in a wash machine, and just wear it. It's at a cheaper price. And if we're if we're really concerned about climate, isn't this a way for us to reduce like? what we're doing and what we're buying and it's we're reusing clothes already like i like that idea it's, it's sort of like a hand-me-down idea um i i like thrifting uh, my mom taught me how to do it it's a great thing that she taught me how to do um you can find some very beautiful things that are on the more expensive side but they're cheaper and i like it like we're moving into a house like granted i might want a new couch but maybe i'll find a couch in a thrift store instead like maybe i'll find better furniture there like there's so many options here and that's what i mean man like literally right thrifting is fun and savers is great but you got to go in there on certain days and I'd wait till you get an email with like a coupon code so you can get a certain percentage off. I'd say the best time to go on Savers is in the fall and in the spring. Because they have a spring sale where everything is like 50% off. And in the fall, they have another 50% off sale. So I like to go during those times. But they also have like 40% off sales throughout the year. You just have to get a coupon for it. So wait till you get a coupon and go visit Savers and have fun doing it. Also, you can thrift online too. Um... It's whatever you want to do, but start with savers. I think you like it. Next part of our conversation. There's something about terriers. I have a Yorkshire Terrier and he's hilarious. Um, I definitely think he's the life of the party. He's very opinionated. He makes noises or faces. He's very demanding. He knows when he wants something. He can tell you when he doesn't like something. He wakes up at a specific time. He takes a nap at a specific time. He wants to eat at a specific time. He knows when he wants to play. He knows when he wants to do anything. He likes to watch TV. He likes listening to music. He's really cool. I love Yorkshire Terriers. Or terriers. I just like terriers to begin with. But I also like other dogs as well. I'm more of a dog person than a cat person. Um, I'm not saying I don't like cats. They're fine. But I'm more of a dog person. So if I'm going to have animals, it's likely going to be a dog. I can't deal with the uh, everything that goes into having a cat. I, I just, I can't do it. Maybe at some point we'll get a cat. But right now we have Benny and we love him. And he's great. Um... And I do think that having an animal is very important. It's another person for you to love that loves you back for nothing. It's just a little furry friend that just wants to love you. And it doesn't have to be a doggy. It could be a kitty. Um, it's amazing having a furry pet. And I do love terriers. They are my favorite. So whatever your furry pet is, make sure you give them a hug. Make sure you give them a kiss. Make sure you let them know that they love you. That you love them because they definitely love you. Yay, Terriers, the best of all. Moving on to the next part of our conversation, let's get into Star Watch talk. The Girl Before was an amazing show. It was four episodes, but it felt it was four episodes, four hours, but it felt like it was longer than that. But it wasn't. Um, if you haven't watched it on HBO, you need to go watch that. Severance, it just gets crazier every week. I don't understand the idea that you'd want somebody to cut out some of your brain and take out your ability to 
remember things. Granted, who wants to think about work? But I don't think anyone dislikes work to that point that they don't want to know what they're doing there. That just seems insane to me. But this is a sci-fi show, so we'll have to wait and see how crazier this gets. It's kind of the opposite of The Matrix, where in Matrix, you're wanting to wake up from being in, like, a zombie world to see, like, what's actually happening. Because you want to, like, actually see what's happening. Here, you're willingly giving away your ability to know what's happening because you you kind of don't want to know what's happening. I guess we'll have to wait and see. More on HBO Max. I mean, not only have they had The Girl Next Door, but they've also had uh, The Tourist. That was pretty good. They've got a bunch of other shows that look good. XDR or whatever, DR or whatever that is. That looks pretty decent. I guess we'll have to wait and see what else they come out with. Um, They've got a bunch of normal shows, so we'll just wait and see. But HBO is definitely at the top of the list for stations you should be watching outside of television. I mean, they're really killing it. The latest episode of The Servant was crazy. Like, Leanne is literally, I don't know what her power is, but it's something crazy. And Dorothy, like, Dorothy thought she was going to win that battle in the late, late, last episode, but she failed. Like, like, what is wrong with her? Like, literally, Dorothy's out of her mind. Like, for her to do what she did and then to have no ability to understand what she did. But then I don't like the fact that her husband and her brother are, like, not telling her what actually happened. Like, it's like she forgot she did it. Like, how do you forget that? Like, how do you forget that? I don't know if I want to tell you what she did, but at this point, we're in season three of it. She killed a baby, bro. She killed a baby. And Leanne brought the baby back to life, bro. And, like, Dorothy is obsessed with I don't know what. She tried to get rid of Leanne, and it failed. And just, I kind of like the fact that Leanne has the power now. It's kind of entertaining to watch her with the power. I think uh, Dorothy's getting everything she deserves, and uh, I guess we'll we'll have to see what happens next. Next part of our conversation. I still need to start privilege, but I can't start privilege till I finish legacies. And oh my God, it's like twenty episodes. Why did I think it was only ten? Like I literally started watching them and I was trying to just nuke them out. But like the whole Landon thing. It's pissing me off. And, like, I feel like everything is structured around those two. And, like, I don't know. I liked originals with Klaus and her mom. And I felt like that was more entertaining. Like, they've lost all of what Vampire Diaries was, honestly. And now it's just kind of strange. I don't know. As somebody that's watched Vampire Diaries and originals, this is kind of, I don't know. It's falling off of what the story originated from that's basically what i'm saying next part of our conversation will there be a season three of lock and key i hope so because this last season was crazy but the cat is out of the bag they know what's going on with the characters i can't believe it was her boyfriend that was so fucked up oh my god we'll see what happens in season three i love the idea that this uh uh the show takes place in mass. Like, I think so many cool things happen in the Northeast um, in New England. And it's just fun to see all these stories unfold from, like, New England. So we'll see what's next with that. Next part of our conversation. 
the fun of air frying. I mean, you can basically air fry anything and it tastes delicious. Whether it be broccoli, whether it be steak, whether it be ribs, whether it be lasagna. I mean, you can literally air fry anything and it tastes delicious. Go for it. You get a book or you just look at videos or check out Pinterest and you can find a lot of things that you can do on those options. Fresh meat from the market is definitely better than meat from the grocery store. I feel like they take more time with the meat at the market and it tastes better. We've been eating from Hall's Market for a little more than a month now and I'm never going back to just the grocery store for any of that. Uh, maybe I'll get like accessories at the grocery store, but when it comes to like our pasta or our sauce or any of that, I'm just going to get it off in the market. When it comes to seafood or when it comes to meat, I know where I'm getting it from and I know where I'm not getting it from. Not getting it from the grocery store and getting it from the market. Planning dinners out, planning out dinners for the week. I think it's important for you to make a menu for yourself at home, whether it be for meal prepping or for dinner prepping. Because if you're busy like me and you work a full-time job, like getting home and then trying to figure out what you're going to eat is kind of agonizing and annoying. So already knowing what you're going to eat in advance and just having to either uh, put it in like a uh, toaster oven or an air fryer or getting out the uh, slow cooker is very simple like there's so many ways you can eat that's economical and easy and more simple than doing something different and you don't have to stress yourself out you don't have to find anything that's too eccentric you don't have to get like recipes like you're trying to do like a food network episode of a show like be bobby flay or like a Guy Fieri show. It doesn't have to be that serious. You can find like easy things to make. Like like I don't know. Last week we did meatballs and uh, mashed potatoes one day. And then like we did. Um, ribs and like a potato salad. Or we've done ravioli and like a salad. Like a, like a garden salad. Or just things that are easy to make. Or like for taco night, you make taco pasta or you make tacos. You know, like easy things. Like Friday, you can make your own pizza or you can buy a frozen pizza and put it in the oven. Like granted, I'd say make your own pizza because it's likely better. Or you can make your own chicken. You could do like chicken thighs. You could make your own sandwiches. You could do anything. But planning out your meals for the week... It's going to save you time. You're not going to be worried about what you're eating because you already know what you're eating. And it's going to be a lot less stress on you, especially if you're like a, a young person, you're, even if you're older, whatever your age is, it's going to make your life easier if you're busy. So you don't have to worry about what you're going to do. We should be living a stress-free life. And this definitely makes your life stress-free. Just saying. Next part of the conversation. Which fish is better? I don't know. I like salmon, but then I like cod. And I like tilapia. And I like a lot of fish. Uh, flounders, okay. Uh, 
I typically go for salmon or tilapia. Those are my two faves. But, like, I'll eat anything. Like, I love fish fries. I like the idea of fried fish. I like the idea of fish sandwiches. I love seafood. Seafood is, like, one of my most favorite things to eat. And I love it. If I could live on an island and eat fish all day, I think I'd survive. If I got stuck on an island, I don't think I'd, I don't think I'd have a problem. I love fish. Fish is delicious. And it goes well with everything. What do we think of coconut curry soup? I think you need a good recipe. You need to get your slow cooker and you need to put it in there and let it cook for a little bit of time. That's what I think. I think that the idea should be that you should make things that are flavorful and the flavor can develop at a slower pace because you want it to feel like it's got all the layers there so i definitely think you need to get the slow cooker out you need to get all the ingredients you need specifically for that soup and i definitely say this is like a weekend activity not something you want to do during the week uh start slow then you could put this soup with the side of maybe some tea uh maybe you could have this with some toast this could be a weekend brunch. This could definitely be something that would be delicious. Uh, you could definitely find a recipe for this on Pinterest or go to YouTube. Those are always my go-to for recipes. And I definitely think you'll like this. Anyways, guess what? That's the end of the pod. Thank you for tuning in to Born to be a Star. And I hope that you know you're a star wherever you are. Regardless of what country you live in, what side of the sun you're on, I hope you see your star power. I hope you have that mirror, and I hope you have the ability to know that you can do anything you put your mind to. This is only the beginning. This is just another day and another opportunity for you to recognize that there are no limits. You can do anything you want. So go do it. Unapologetically, relentlessly, and courageously. Be the leader of whatever you want. Be what you want to be and don't apologize for it. I dare you to find your star power and to resonate in the light. Together, we can change the world. Take my hand as I take yours and let's light it up together. You can't see in the darkness without the light and you are a star. I'll see you tomorrow on Thursday. Bye.